Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Friday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer the Battery Power Podcast and the Road to Atlanta Podcast, all at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button also when it comes to wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll be there for free, but just make sure you hit that subscribe button for the latest content when it comes to the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And the latest is this. Game one of a very pivotal, pivotal, very critical series against the New York Mets. It did not end in the way that the Braves wanted it to. They lost 6-4 to four against the Mets on Thursday night. Now four and a half games back in the standings in the NL East. And it's not hard to figure out why. Kyle Wright arguably had the worst start of the season, or at least, you know, since I believe he had given up six runs in another start earlier this year, one of his three worst starts of the season. The Mets actually beat the Braves at their own game. It was the Mets that hit four home runs last night. And unfortunately, the Braves offense did not get going until it was too late. And by the time that the Braves had come within striking distance, you then arguably had to go against the best best closer, perhaps the best overall reliever in baseball this year in Edwin Diaz. And unfortunately, the Braves just ran out of chances in a 6-4 to loss to the Mets. Not necessarily concerned that much about Kyle Wright's performance. These performances happen, especially against a team that is playing as well as the Mets. And that's the other thing that stands out from this game, is that right now, when you look at how the Braves' offense is trending and how the Mets' offense is trending, the Mets right now are the better offense. I think overall, on paper, the Braves have a deeper and perhaps more talented offense. I definitely think when everybody is playing at their bets, I do think that the Braves offense overall has a higher ceiling than the Mets offense. We saw that for six weeks to two months before the All-Star break. But as of right now, you have to tip your hats to the Mets. They're playing like arguably the best offense in baseball. As a matter of fact, since the All-Star break, as a team, they have the best WRC plus as a team in the majors. Meanwhile, the Braves, they're league average in many offensive categories. But most critical right now is the fact that the Braves, whose offensive production, when they were playing so well in June, playing so well in July, was very much dependent at times on the home run. 
Right now, the Braves are league average when it comes to ISO, when it comes to hitting home runs, when it comes to overall ability to create and convert scoring opportunities. The Braves are back to having the seventh worst, worst strikeout rate in the majors, and they're also league average when it comes to walks. In other words, the Braves are playing like a league average offense right now. The pitching is fine, the bullpen still has hiccups, but the Braves being 7-5 and five since the All-Star break should not come as a, as a surprise with the fact that they're not hitting as much homers. They're not hitting homers at the same rate they did before the All-Star break. And in general, we've seen a bit of, you know, decline from several key contributors such as Travis Darno, such as Dansby Swanson, obviously Ronald Acuna Jr., who we'll discuss in a moment. Austin Riley has been incredible. Matt Olson had a wonderful month of July, and we've seen spurts of offense from Orlando Arcia recently. Marcelo Zuna had a good game overall, but both of those players have definitely declined as well. The Braves' offense right now is more middle of the pack than it is elite, and until it finds its groove again, it's going to be hard to beat a team like the Mets, who are playing very well when it comes to their overall offensive approach. Now, with that being said, it's just one game. That, that's the way to look at this. There are four more opportunities over the next three days, as we discussed, with the fact that the Braves and Mets still have 11 more games to play this year. You, you simply have to take advantage of it. Win two of the next four, and okay, at the end of the day, through a five-game series, you've taken one game back. That, that, that's, that's what stands out. The Braves have to feel confident about their pitching staff being able to get at least two of the next four, and they also have to feel that at some point in time, they're going to have better starts to a game than they did on Thursday night. But if there is one key takeaway from last night's game, it's that Ronald Acuna Jr. probably had the best at bat that he had had in quite a while. But even more so, even more so in terms of admiration, it was his comments after the game that I think really opened some eyes in a good way. And it really allowed for us to understand how Ronald Acuna Jr. is continuing to process returning from his injury last year to get back to one of the arguably top five most dynamic players in the game that we all know he can be. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, so despite the less than ideal result from last night's game, one thing that was definitely great to see was Ronald Acuna Jr. hitting only his second home run since June 21st. And it looked like one of the best at-bats that he had had in quite a while against Carlos Carrasco. And after the game, Ronald Acuna Jr. talked about, you know, how, you know, here through these struggles, and these struggles have lasted now, going on more than a month. Ronald Acuna Jr. talked about, you know, he made comments on, you know, how he feels day in and day out. Some days he, he feels like he can trust his surgically repaired knee, and on other days there's it's still, you know, hard for him. It's still a struggle at times to fully trust his knee, even though it may be completely healed. And, and, and this was very logical, and it, it, was, it was very admirable to hear these comments from Ronald Acuna Jr. It, it really, to me, shows, and I don't think anybody really is questioning this. I'll put it this another way. If you are questioning Ronald Acuna Jr.'s commitment to, to, to his game, to, to get him back on the right track, I, I don't know why you are. But it really shows just how much Ronald Acuna Jr., just how much he is working through, and also how much focus he has, how in tune he is with himself in order to work past the struggles that he's had to once again become arguably one of the top five, top three most dynamic players in the game. It's been 13 months since he's really been able to play at that level. And and it and you have to work through, I can't speak from it personally, but from others that, you know, I've talked with and, you know, athletes that have talked about it before, you know, even if the body fully heals mentally, Coming back from, you know, something that you have not experienced before to the level that a torn ACL represents, that's a hard thing to come back from. It takes time, both physically and mentally. And you also have to consider the fact that, you know, Ronald Acuna Jr., since he's been in the Braves franchise, due to his talent level, due to his hard work, due to his commitment and passion for the game, he has succeeded and immediately succeeded to an elite level at nearly all levels that he's played at. Sure, he's had some struggles with injuries, and he's had some struggle or slumps, you know, here and there during his major league career so far. But even last year before his injury, he was playing at an MVP level. So this truly is, at least, you know, from my recollection, the first time in which he's had a major obstacle to overcome to get, to get over, get around, what have you, to get back to playing at the level we all know that he can there's no doubt in my mind that eventually he will get back to that level. And I don't think anyone else knows more than, than Ronald himself how important it is for him to get back to that level as soon as possible. But with that being said, it's going to take time. It takes a process. So it was you know, very interesting and again very admirable to hear the comments from Ronald Acuna Jr. last night about what he's working through mentally, what he's working through physically. Many commented on Twitter and social media last night as Ronald was rounding the bases about how there just seemed to be a big sigh of relief on his face as he was rounding the bases. You could see as he rounded first, there there just was some excitement that he, he finally had something to work from. 
And so hopefully, and as I've mentioned before, as awesome as this Braves offense can be, when several of the better talents are hitting well, it goes to another level. When Ronald Acuna Jr. is performing at his best, the Braves definitely need for that to occur, for them to have the best chance, you know, obviously to, you know, challenge the Mets for the division and obviously in the playoffs. But it's something that is, that's a slow and steady process. And hopefully last night was the start of it and really could be a start to, instead of a slump, a start of many stories of success for Ronald Acuna Jr. over the next few months. And he could definitely end this season and hopefully, you know, a long run in the playoffs ended on a good note. You certainly hope for his success, especially with how much we consistently see the work that he's putting in to getting back to being the best that he can be. Speaking of being the best that he can be, we arguably saw that from Ian Anderson his last time out. We talked about, I know myself, others on the Battery Power Podcast Network, other that cover, others that cover the Braves, you know, Ian Anderson's past four or five starts, they have been big. They have been huge. Because of the fact that his struggles all season long made it clear that depth in the rotation was a potential need for the Braves at the trade deadline. Well, now that's not speculation. Now that is a certainty. The Braves went out and made a move. They went out and got Jake Odorizzi, who likely will start later on in this series against the Mets. Now, there's no defined impact that the acquisition of Odorizzi will have on Ian Anderson's hold on a rotation spot in the present. But Ian Anderson definitely has the opportunity to make sure that there may not be an impact. The last time out in his final edition before the All-Star break, Ian Anderson arguably had his best start of the season. Well, now, going against the Mets, coming off the Braves losing last night, and now with the fact that the Braves do have another rotation piece... They potentially could fit into the rotation, and potential changes could be made if Anderson were to continue to struggle. Now the time is, you know, again, more important than ever for Ian Anderson to really hopefully build off his last start and find some success. We've seen him do it in the second half before. Saw him do it in 2020. We've seen him do it in the playoffs. Ian Anderson... Has, despite how young he is in his career, he has plenty of experience in delivering in big moments. And this is probably his most important start of the season for multiple reasons. The Braves definitely could use a quality start from him. You hope that the Braves offense can get going early on as well with you know Tywin Walker on the mound for the Mets. But Ian Anderson just simply needs to lock in, have confidence in making his pitches, especially with how he uses his changeup. Don't let his control get, get you know, away from. Make sure that he stays in control of what he can control. Right now, the worst thing that you can do is give this Mets offense extra chances via walks or what have you. So Ian Anderson on the mound. He's got a reference point from his last start that hopefully will build some confidence and perhaps he can put together a quality start. And if he can limit the Mets' overall ability to score, especially early, especially with the long ball, then perhaps the Braves' offense can get going a bit, and that will allow the Braves to even the series. We'll have a special episode of the Daily Hammer tomorrow, obviously previewing the doubleheader that'll be on tap between the Braves and the Mets. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPower, SBN across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Just hit that subscribe button. That's where we'll be. Until next time, my name's Sean Coleman. Go Braves! Hopefully tomorrow, 
We'll be able to talk about another excellent start from Ian Anderson, another great game from Ronald Acuna Jr., and the Braves evening the series against the Mets. Have a great Friday.